Welcome to the She Glows Podcast. If you're here, it's probably because you're a personal growth junkie and you thrive off of learning new ways to become the best and highest version of yourself, or you're looking to start. I'm your host, Brooke Petrez. Now let's get ready to glow. What is up, girlfriend? Welcome back to She Glows. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my top 10 lessons of 2020, and I had a little reflection session last night in doing this and I got this idea from Rachel Bell. She is one of my favorite online business mentors that I look up to and um, I just really like this concept because I decided at the beginning of the year I was not going to set goals because that didn't feel good for me to do. I definitely learned over this last year that I am constantly changing and I like to switch things up a lot and what feels good for me one minute doesn't necessarily feel good for me the next and So I decided I wasn't going to set any goals that could change as I grow. Um, Financial goals are a little different when it comes to bills and debt and just regular finances. No matter who I grow as, as a person, I know that those things are always going to stay the same. So not things like that, but when it comes to what I want to do for like passion projects or what I want to do for business things or moving or traveling or whatever it is, whatever goals set like that that I would typically make, I decided not to make any this year. Um, So what I really liked about this concept of kind of reflecting on the lessons learned from 2020 was that I'm going to set an intention of 2021 with what I have learned from 2020 and that intention is going to be based on how I can integrate all these lessons that I've learned over this past year. So my 10 lessons of 2020, I am going to run through them and then I'm going to share with you my intention for 2021. Okay, so the first lesson of 2020 for me was that with my greatest pains came my biggest and greatest life lessons. Through all the painful shit that I've been through over the last year, I had learned my greatest life lessons to this day. And in that, I was able to, like, through those greatest pains and in those hardest times, I realized that I was able to grow more into who I meant to be through those times. And uh, I don't know if that was my biggest lesson this year because I feel like I've had a lot, but I feel like that is one that hit me the deepest and... I all the lessons that I've learned over this last year have and hold such like a really special spot in my heart and make me feel so good and so happy even even though there's pain in a lot of them because the outcome is greater than any pain that I've been through with these lessons so 
That one was huge for me. Through those greatest pains came my greatest life lessons. And that's how I was able to grow over this last year. The second lesson of 2020 was that my healing is my responsibility. No matter who causes the trauma or pain in my life, I am responsible for healing from it. If I want to move on with my life, if I want to move forward, if I want to feel better, if I want to live a life that feels good as my best self, I'm in charge of and responsible for healing from any pain that somebody else caused me. I'm responsible for healing any trauma that somebody else has caused me. And I've done a lot of work around that this past year. And it has done so much for me and my growth and my relationship with myself and with and my relationship with other people. And I also realized that I... that I was still in pain and I still had unhealed trauma from past situations that I didn't even know I had until I really started focusing on taking care of myself at a soul level. The third thing, the third lesson that I learned this past year was that some people are disguised as lessons that not everyone is meant to stay in my life forever. Not everyone is able to play the role that I want them to play. They are just here to teach me a lesson. And that's a hard fucking lesson to learn. That's like a sad lesson to learn. That's a heartbreaking lesson to learn. Um, but it's the truth, you know. I watched that be my reality and... At first, it broke me down. At first, it caused me a lot of pain. And as I kept repeating the cycle with certain people, I realized that there is a lesson I'm learning in them still being present in my life. You know, it was the same cycle over and over again with certain people. And it wasn't until I realized that they were here to teach me that lesson that I could finally let go of the pain, let go of them in my life once that lesson was learned. Fourth 2020 lesson was do not judge my past decisions or actions with the wisdom I have today. That was something I used to really beat myself up over. I would constantly think about the decisions that I've made in the past or the actions that I've taken in the past and be ashamed of them. You know, I would feel uneasy about those things. And what I learned over this last year is that I didn't know any better. You know, I cannot judge my past based on wisdom that I didn't have then, you know, based on the wisdom that I have today. It's not fair for me to beat myself up over those things that I did before I knew better. Number five, just because I want something doesn't mean that I'm ready for it. I have definitely learned over this this last year that just because I want something doesn't mean I am the person capable of having that thing quite yet. And honestly, I've also learned that it might not be the thing that I genuinely truly want or that I need in my life at that moment. And, you know, I've also learned that that is okay It is okay for me not to be ready to have that thing. It is okay that 
that's not the thing that I actually think that I want. And it's okay that it takes time to get to whatever that thing is. I have to work on becoming the person that's capable of whatever it is that I want in my life. I have to work on becoming that person who is able to maintain that thing. Sixth lesson of 2020. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Doing things just because they they feel good allows me to be more authentic and successful than doing things because I feel like I should or that I have to do them. I really was living a life where I was doing the things because I thought I had to. And 2020 really slapped me in the face a few times with this one because the more I showed up to do things just because I thought that I should be doing them, the more I didn't want to do them, the more it felt gross to do them, the more it made me unhappy and the more it made me withdrawn from those things. Once I realized that when I start showing up only to do the things that feel really good for me, everything else falls into place, literally everything. And that's when the whole concept of if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, took like came into play. And I decided towards the end of last year, towards the end of 2020, that if it doesn't excite me, if it doesn't feel good for me to do, I am not going to do that thing. And yes, there are certain things that just, you know, we have to do as adults. I'm not, well, I kind of am, you know, talking that. I really learned that when you follow through with what feels good for you and what lights you up and your soul on fire, everything else just falls into place. But I was like talking more about, you know, showering, brushing your teeth, like doing the little things that sometimes you're just in a space that it's hard to do those things. But... More so for like the big life things. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. When I show up in my life with only doing things that feel good and not forced, that allows me to live in full alignment and to detach from anything that doesn't support my goals or my values. And I really learned over this last year that that's all I want to do. I only want to live in alignment with my goals and my values and showing up in what feels good allows me to do so. Number seven, healing is essential for my growth. I knew that personal development was a key factor in my journey, but I did not realize how important soul level work and healing was to my growth, and to my relationship with myself. I realized that not taking the time, like the appropriate time and action to heal what hurt me or caused me trauma in my life, even if it was from my past, even if it wasn't anything going on in my present day life, it, if I wasn't spending that time to, to learn how to heal those things, It wasn't allowing me to live my life as my highest self. And last year, I remember specifically when all of my 
all of my personal development changed from surface level growth to soul level growth. And that's really when I wanted to start always be stepping into a higher version of myself. And that's when that deeper level of healing really took place. And that's why I really think that healing is essential for growth. Because without it, we are not able to fully live as our highest selves. We are not able to fully live as our most authentic selves and who we're really meant to be. Because something's always going to be holding us back. And it's that thing or those things that we didn't allow ourselves to heal from. Eighth lesson of 2020. Investing in myself is the best, most valuable, and most important thing I can do for myself. And I say this because in 2020 was the first time that I ever took a course for myself. And when I say for myself, I mean I feel like I allowed myself to be forced into classes or forced into education or forced into other things because people thought it was best for me. And we all know how that works out. So investing in myself and what feels good for me has been and I know is going to continue to be the best, most valuable, and most important thing that I can do for myself. And I really learned that when I signed up and took a seven-week breathwork course. That's when I really realized that that soul-level healing is so important for my, my personal relationship with myself, my personal growth. And that investing in myself is in true alignment with my values and who I authentically want to be. And that is something that I intend to live by from, you know, here on out is constantly investing in myself and what area I need, you know, attention in, whether it comes to healing, whether it comes to business, whether it comes to spirituality, whatever it is. Number nine, having a support system is fucking key. I am, hmm, I don't want to say I'm a loner, but I definitely, most definitely love doing things by myself. I love doing, I want to say everything by myself, from going out to eat, from going to the movies, to working out, to watching a movie at home, like whatever it is, I just love being by myself. And especially when it comes to growing and doing things that benefit my physical, spiritual, mental growth, I like to practice those things on my own. But the reason why I joined my wellness community is because I got to a point where I realized that I couldn't do it on my own anymore. And my support system comes through my wellness community, but I realized that they became so much more than just like my workout accountability buddies. They became women in my life who share very similar values and goals that I do and that helps me to live a life of action that supports the goals and values that I have. Being surrounded by a solid support system allows me to keep going when I'm struggling. It allows me to heal when I'm broken without feeling like I'm being too much or or whatever the case may be. And it allows me to be completely myself through all of those things. You know, 
they say you can never say or do the wrong thing with the right person. And I feel that way about my support system. No matter what I'm going through, there's nothing that I could do for myself that I need to do for myself or say there's nothing that I could say about how I'm feeling that would be the wrong thing to them you know they would always understand they would always support it and I feel like that's how you know that you have a solid support system when you find those kind of people they lift you up when you're down they they push you when you're you're not feeling motivated they they cheer you on when you have your your solid wins or your little wins or whatever and those are the kind of people in your life that help you to continuously achieve the goals that you have and help continuously get through the hard times of life and that's why I really think that having a support system is so solid and it wasn't until this past year you know when I went through a lot of personal things and not just like wellness related that my whole wellness community you know reached out to me and supported me through when it came to my wellness when it came to um you know struggles I was having with my health when it came to spiritual growth you know they were there and all of those things would have felt so much darker and so much harder without their support And not that I wouldn't have made it through, but it would have taken me a hell of a lot longer and it would have been a hell of a lot harder. Last but not least, my 10th lesson of 2020 is that there are no fucking rules. You know, I think we tend to be placed in this little box or like... Society thinks that we should fit into this little box. And nine times out of ten, that box is uncomfortable for us. Because it's not, it's not authentic to who we are or what we want. And I mean, I've fallen into trying to force myself into that little box for a long time. And it just did not fucking feel good for me. And I really learned over this last year, everything from a job all the way down to a fitness routine or a personal development routine. If it doesn't feel good, don't fucking do it. There are no rules that you have to follow when it comes to what kind of job you have, when it comes to what your fitness routine looks like, when it comes to where you live and how you spend your time and how you decide you want to grow, how you decide you want to heal, how you decide you want to live your life. There are no fucking rules. And I gave myself permission to live outside that box, to show up in my life that feels good at any given moment versus feeling forced all the time. So... I can't, I honestly can't name one, one lesson that I learned or just pick one lesson that I learned that felt the best to learn or has been like the greatest lesson because I honestly feel like they all kind of go hand in hand in some way. And this past year for me has just really been about me growing into more of who I am and unbecoming who I became 
up into this point, you know, to step into a higher version of myself and to live a little bit more authentically as me in my life. And with that being said, 2021, my intention is to live in flow, like to live in what feels good and to never force myself to do something that doesn't. My intention is just to say authentically me and show up authentically as myself and just really trust that when I do that, everything tends to work out financially with my friends, with my business, you know, with my relationships. When I am living in a state of flow, that means that I am living in a state of shit that just feels good and the and the stuff that I am looking for flows right to me, you know? Um, so that's my intention for 2021. And I am taking the lessons that I've learned in 2020 with me in order to... have this intention be true all of 2021. So I don't know if you took the time to reflect on 2020. If you have not, I highly recommend it. It was such a... It was such an uplifting experience for me. It was such a refreshing experience for me to write everything out and really think about how I've grown over this last year and how I've gotten more in touch with who I am and who I want to be as my highest self and um, how it's going to allow me to keep moving forward and keep growing in 2021. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a girlfriend, hit the subscribe button and make sure to tune in next Wednesday for some personal growth. Until next time, girlfriend.